Two peas, Two and, peas a and a bong. Two peas and a bong. Two peas, Two and, peas a bong. and a bong. Two peas and a bong. Alright y'all, two peas in the bong in the building again. It's your boy DP. It's your boy KP. And off of uh two hours of sleep, it's bong. What's going on? <laughs> this nigga Kevin threw on the radio voice as soon as we started, nigga. <laughs> did you hear did you hear that shit? It's Gotta your boy KP. Nah, Fuck out of here. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Kevin slow jamming. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin James. Uh what would your line what would your radio line be if you were a DJ host, nigga? Uh now, nah, ladies, it's about that time to drop them panties. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be something with dropping panties, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> drop them and let it be. This nigga Kevin gonna have some old. Hey, you gonna have some old lines like "Play pity pat with your boy Pat and drop them panties." And <laughs> <laughs> hey, that sound like um, that sound like the uh, on that on a on one of those Snoop songs. Um, I think it was a. Uh, Do you have a fresh pair of panties on? <laughs> yeah, nigga. <laughs> I got to go, or you could show me. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that shit was. I was in college when that shit came out, man. Shit happened to whip with me, and I throw that thing on. Stop playing. You know what time it is. Do you have a fresh pair of panties <laughs> on? Don't even play. Fuck out of here. You know what time oh, it is. Shit. Hey, man, how many times did they not have a fresh pair of panties on, man? Man, uh, luckily <laughs> for me, um, Ugly. A- <laughs> exactly with Charlie Wilson in the back. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey man that was that was that was an era man it was a vibe and an era man it had oh, to be man. all right let's get to it man because we could be clowning all day um so real quick just a recap on these nba playoffs it's getting spicy man it is it is man uh west coast the western conference uh one of the um series has already been decided so tonight the phoenix suns went out went on and uh knocked off the denver nuggets with a little assistance from uh the old zebras <laughs> referees is is, um, Yoke, is is the mvp Jokic? is he gonna um is he gonna get dragged like lebron got dragged for getting swept no in the second round no not okay. at all okay i don't know if the expectations were there for denver to go all the way especially with murray getting hurt yeah yeah so i doubt that he will 
No. And he how, was the only one that performed, though. How how many years has LeBron not had his his sidekicks and he still made it to the finals and lost in the finals and still got drugged? But no, it's no, no. but it's LeBron. He he, okay. And he lost his sidekicks in the finals. So Kyrie and Kevin Love went down when the finals started. You remember that? Kevin Love went down in, like, the series before. And, yeah, and Kyrie went down in game one. Yeah. So LeBron and Kyrie alone in, in the pre-NBA when, it, you know, you didn't have any big threes, that should be enough to get you to the finals, which they did. Now Kyrie going down in the finals – yeah, the Golden State did what they were supposed to do. And, and anybody that would drag LeBron James for carrying Della Vadova, um, a.k.a. Deli, and uh, J.R. Smith. Uh, you trying to play? Look, you still, you still trying to think. Hey, but that was that was post-Big 3, though. That was that was the post-Big 3 uh, bouncing off because, you you know, you had – what well, was that, it? Kevin, Kevin Garnett. Well, before even before then, you had Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, but then you had no, 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 no. That's that's like a, that's like a, that's like a wait, wait, hold on. That's like a preface, right? Because then from there you had LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, and then you had then you had Steph, Clay, and Durant. No, yeah, but, but 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 it was it was Kyrie and LeBron who knocked off. The Golden State squad. So that's post the big three shit when they just had those two. Yeah, I'll pay homage to or homage to Boston's quote unquote big three, but they were all past their primes. And it showed because, like I said, on plenty of occasions, if the Lakers get Gasol in the beginning of the season as opposed to halfway through the season, the the Boston Big Three don't win a championship because they basically they they um, benefited from uh, Kobe and Gasol getting together at like the all like I think they got together halfway through the season All Star All Star break it was at the end of January yeah but I'm gonna say this I don't think that was the problem I thought the problem then was Bynum got hurt and so they didn't have the flexibility to go small or go big and, right. and that was what killed them yeah, yeah. but yeah. I'm just saying the makeup of the squads. Um, to the point Uban was making is that it was the that Kyrie LeBron situation wasn't a big three situation because you see, he's sitting right. here trying to think about niggas who were even on the team. And yeah, he, so he, hey, he, hey, he said, JR Smith, did y'all see that? Have y'all seen that picture? Remember where JR Smith went the wrong way and LeBron was holding his arms out? Nigga, where you going? It's a picture <laughs> where this nigga's holding his arms out, but he's choking JR Smith like an hey, animation. <laughs> They still they still drag that meme. It's uh it's crazy. But not to get too far off, but um it you know when, once they went down 3-0, um I think the Suns, probably the hottest team in the NBA, they surprised the, the Lakers, upset the Lakers, you know, because uh Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. And uh coming into this series, I think, you know, they had all the momentum. Um there, you know, as far as like that team that can get into the finals make a finals run just off of momentum and, and then talent. And they're, they're up three zero, you know, Denver is fighting just to make it a series. And then Jokic gets ejected on a flagrant two where he swipes down at the ball, Cameron Payne, like every other player in the NBA, LeBron included 
who is taught to like over exaggerate anything oh, man. that happens now falls on the floor. We look at the replays. He swiped it and got ball clean. Cameron Payne, how'd you even end up on the floor? And then the referees look at that and they go flagrant too. But the fact of the matter, the fact that the league has gotten to a point where if a if a motherfucker swing and don't get all ball, like if you take a big swing, even if you're trying to like just block a shot and just stop a layup and you don't get all ball, if you touch any part of the body other than the ball itself, it's a flagrant one. Yeah. Where's the league going with this shit? Y'all replaying seven, eight flagrant fouls a game now. Nigga, look, it's bad too because you'll see the players like huddle around the nigga, stay down. Just still stay down, stay down. And the nigga will be looking like, have I been down long enough? Should I get up now? I'm no, it's for real, man. What's the kid's name? Um Johnson with the Suns. Oh, uh, Cam- young, uh, yeah, Cameron, Cameron Johnson. Johnson out of out of North Carolina. He fell down, got hit one time. Wasn't even bad. It was it was in this series, I believe. And he laid down, and it was kind of one of those if your eyes, y- your hand is over your eyes, like are they still are they looking? <laughs> you know, like Oh man, it was it was bad. But it's like if you if you got the footage to replay, you should look at the footage of the niggas laying down, faking that shit too. Like, get that shit out of here, man. This shit is Hollywood. Bullshit. Let me say this. See, the I I thought it was clean, but in looking at the replay and going by the NBA rules, it was a wind up. So it was an aggressive looking swing. He nicked his face. And got all ball. He did nick his face. But the other component is is it's a big player on a small player. And I find with most referees, they're just biased towards bigger players, towards smaller players. They always make it seem like it's worse than what it is. So if the player's in reverse and a smaller player does, if Cameron Payne would have did that to Jokic, wouldn't have been a flagrant one wouldn't have been anything because it's a smaller player doing it to a big. So hey, Uban, Uban, yeah. I feel like me and you were the uh commentators on the side and we kicked it to Kevin to give us the referee breakdown. Uh right. so Kevin, can you tell us what what's the call on this? This nigga the Kevin's the official ref break yeah, yeah. giving right. us yeah. the components of the file and shit. Well this component I'm, I'm Steve Javi. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they said it was a wind up and it was so anytime somebody winds up you know who does that a lot uh kcp he'll swipe like he'll come from this way right to left and swipe hard as hell trying to block a shot that's a wind up like if you're trying to swat something with with momentum like but it's just at the end of the day man i just think it's a contact sport like y'all 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 really pussifying the contact sport and again, you know, the league is doing it because they want more high scoring games. They want more points scored. They want to, you know, to take away the defense. It's the same thing the NFL did. I was you know, just getting ready to go there. Yeah, just the NFL, getting ready to go there. The NFL transitioned from putting out highlights with heavy, with like hard hits in the 90s and early 2000s to now, you know, you're seeing catch highlights and you know, people hurdling people and all this other stuff. They're protecting the offense. They're um, um, restraining the defense so that they make it harder for people to play legitimate defense. Um, and I think the NBA is is following that lead. Like, hey, man, people love to see the 
love to see points scored. People want to see, you know, it's the same thing that happened with baseball when they allowed uh, people on steroids to get away with being on steroids because motherfuckers wanted to see home runs. So it's yeah. like if, if the if the consumer wants to see more points scored, then fuck it. You better not foul. It just better be, you know, if this person drops 50, you better just drop a 50. Don't try and play defense. Hey, real quick, though. One thing that's even just knock all the uh, details out of the sport out of the out of the equation, right? The NBA tends to try to be a first mover with shit, right? Set the trend. The NFL had already brought in the technology aspect of the instant replays and the going to the booth. And it almost seems like now that that's the norm, it's like the NBA is like, man, we got to get that shit into the game. We got to get that shit into the basketball game too. Like we, we're missing that element. And it just seems like that's just what it is, man. Like, and it does take away from, I guess, the essence of, it's part of the essence of the sport, you know, the physicality and stuff like that. So it's like, ah, oh, it draws the game out. These niggas going to the booth. And then you got the referees. I don't know if y'all saw the one referee voguing doing the pose. Like, this is the call <laughs> and shit in the camera. Like, uh, like trying to see that shit, man. Lame as hell. Lame as hell. Hey, but speaking <laughs> of wi- hey, speaking of windups, that nigga Kenyon Martin might have led the league in, in flagrant fouls if it was based on the windups. Y'all remember how he used to foul niggas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you feel me but you know all bullshit aside and even though they beat the lakers and uh, <clears throat> let me take this back there are three teams that i want to lose in this order okay to be happy to be let satisfied. Me say the first clippers who's out who's next clippers first automatically just because as you know the official team of los angeles i don't even want those motherfuckers names discussed when they when we talk about you know um uh la royalty you know you can talk about ucla basketball you can talk about usc football you can talk about king's hockey you can talk about dodgers baseball the the clippers mm-mm, i don't even want these motherfuckers let their names be struck in from the record books forever <laughs> all, right, all right so, so, clippers, so clippers number one number two no we, we're gonna touch on this next but number two the brooklyn nets and number three the Phoenix Suns because they beat the Lakers, but all that uh, we all might that, be in disagreement, nigga. I can't agree. I want to say one thing. I want to say one thing. I want to say one thing. I want to say one thing before I get before I turn it over. With that being said, I truly would not be mad to see CP3 win him a chip. Okay, okay. All right, I was say just this. about to say, nigga. I don't give a fuck who wins. As long as Utah doesn't. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I don't understand, Ubong, how you a Laker fan. I'm a Laker fan, and you don't hate Utah. <laughs> like, I, man, hate Utah. Hate. There, there are a couple franchises that I hate. Utah, Boston. Utah and Boston. What is and jazzy I, about Utah, nigga? I can understand. Fuck that shit. I can understand uh, Boston, right? How could you we not had understand? Heated, we had a heated rivalry in the '60s. We had a heated rivalry in the uh, in the '80s. They are tied. Lakers and Boston are tied with 17 championships apiece. I can understand that. I don't have a problem with Utah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, you know, we big brother. Utah's uh, is a step cousin. No, 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 no. Uh, the other team I and the other franchise, Detroit. I can't stand Detroit. Uh, but what I, I'm I can is, understand why. 
from a Lakers from a Laker fan perspective. But Utah has never okay. Like I mean, from a Lakers fan perspective, go ahead. I don't understand. I I don't have hate for Utah if they win one. Hey, it's about time. Nah, I mean, it's about time. No, I don't care if they never win one. We've never liked John Stockton. We've never liked Carl Malone. We, God rest his soul. We didn't like Mark Eaton. We didn't like like Delaney Rudd. We didn't like Jeff Malone. We didn't like any of those guys, man. What about about, um big black big black man with the uh, with the goggles? Antoine Carr. We didn't like him. Thorough baby. None of those dudes. We none. None of them. (laughs) None of them, man. (laughs) But um, but hey. Phoenix looks like one of those teams that can really get on the roll and find its way to the finals. They're on one right now. They're on one. Yeah. yeah. Like you and said, it, they're yeah. the hottest team. I, I don't disagree with you. They're on one. And again, they they found a way. You know, it's Lakers get injured. Uh, uh, AD gets injured in round one. Then round two, they playing without um, Jamal Murray in round two. So it's kind of like they catching the break so far. They're playing, without, they're playing without Michael Porter as well. I don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> you played yourself. That nigga's out there playing himself, man. Chris Paul, and, you know, Chris Paul went from can't use his right shoulder at all to the motherfucker dropped 37 in the closeout game. <laughs> and, they're, and they're touting him for um, going against analytics and – uh, remaining true to the mid-range jumper, because I guess like in um, a few years ago, you know, I, and I think it was that it was it was Dan Tony in Houston, right? And I believe that he started that that little revolution where, and I um, and Houston really went all in with it, where it was either a three-pointer or a layup. They said no mid-range, like there's no value in shooting the mid-range jumper. So it started to make people like Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, you know, somebody like a Rudy Gay, people like that 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 made a living off the mid-range jumper. That's Kobe, you know, that's the Kobe special. Mm-hmm. You're gonna mm-hmm. get that 18 to 20 foot, you know, 15 to 20 foot jumper, and that's that's money in the bank. So like, niggas was- getting yanked for pulling the, the mid-range jumpers. Get him out of there. Right. He shot a 15 footer. What's up, sup? Hey, hey, hey Kevin. Hey, that's like the nigga missing the dunk at Crenshaw. Get him out of Get him out Get him. Nigga could have tried to dunk on like three niggas and almost got it. Get him out. Get him. Nigga, we was up. We was up 48. Nigga Lloyd missed the dunk. And this nigga was like, get him. Get him. Get him. And Lloyd was like, yo, we, we was up like 48 points. He's like, yeah, but I really wanted those two points. Yeah, rest, <laughs> in, rest rest in peace to Lloyd Brewer, man. Oh, yeah, man. man, no doubt. But um, nigga, Demar you know, Derozan system analytics came out. Demar Derozan ain't been an all star, <laughs> right? So you know, but again, so they were touting him for you know staying true to the to the mid range, and I still don't understand this an, an analytics shit because now you have like people trying to shoot three pointers on a fast break. Like it takes away from the from the fundamentals of basketball. Like, like I get it. You know, if you got Steph Curry, if you got KD, if you got Klay Thompson, if you got 
uh, Booker, if you got fucking uh, Ice Trey, or you know, if you got these guys that specialize, or Dame Lillard that specialize in three point shots, then it's okay. But you can't tell Giannis Antetokounmpo, hey man, it's either going to be a layup or a three. Bitch, you need to shoot everything you got in the motherfucking paint. Because your three-point is trash, but you still taking them shits because analytics tells you to. No, nigga. Stop listening. Yeah. I mean, you could still – you could go through the league. I agree with you. You can go through the league and pick some dudes who are still lethal mid-range players. Um, because with Lillard, um, you have C.J. McCollum, who's actually – he's a mid-range guy. He can he can shoot the three. But he'll, you know, go off of screens and stuff, and he'll he'll kill you mid range. Yeah, and they're trying um, to get him out of town too. Yeah, but wow. that but his effectiveness is still there. Like he he's a he's a killer. Chris Paul is better at mid range than he is at the three, in my opinion. Um, he made he made a living coming off of those uh, screen and roll, screen and dives, and and if cats if if you don't step up on the screen, then he's knocking down that you know fifteen footer. So, but again, the game has changed, man. The game has changed. If you ain't shooting the three, then it's like, what are you doing? Straight up. I do want to say that um, on this show, I was arguing that Chris Paul should have been the MVP. Um, just want to put that out there that this isn't even a shock to me. Um, one other thing, DP, I want to give you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on your side for a second. I'm just not going to go all in with the loss. And then, you know, the other word afterwards before the word Clippers. So, um, unfortunately, I'm actually pulling for the Clippers right now. Not on no bandwagon stuff. I hate Utah. Like, hate Utah. And living in Arizona, I can't deal with Phoenix beating two teams out of California. I don't want I, I to deal with the noise or the, you know... I don't want to deal with that. So Clippers, if any Clippers are listening, Paul George, if you're listening, stop playing so damn cute. Stop playing for the foul and go out there and get buckets. Hey man, Bobby, Paul George, Bobby Paul George is playing like he got Paul, Paul George is playing like he got that uh, radio voice you started out with trying to be super smooth. Bobby hey. murder, Bobby murder. Keep getting Chick, busy. Bobby murder. Chick, Chick Hearns is rolling over in his grave right now. This nigga Kev said he'll take the motherfucking Clippers over Utah. I don't. I still don't understand what where his. If you have disgust for Utah more so than the Clippers, I need an explanation of where it started and how we got there. I'm gonna lay on the therapy couch, man, for a second. I'm gonna tell you where it started. It started with Carl Malone and John Stockton, man, with that damn pick and roll. We just could never stop that shit, man. And and, and Carl Malone just seemed like he used to kick AC Green's ass. Just just four or five games out of the season when we played. And then if it wasn't AC Green, it was Michael Thompson. If it wasn't Michael Thompson, it was Eldon Campbell. It just we never had an answer for Carl Malone. He would kill all our power forwards. And, but guess I, and what? I hated it. And then hold on. And in the playoffs, they kicked our ass a couple times in the playoffs. And I remember one game with the with the young Kobe Bryant. God rest his soul, late, great Kobe Bryant. We just fucked the game off, man. Dale Harris. I remember Robert Ory was seven for seven from three. Byron Scott had hit like a couple clutch threes. And Kobe Bryant airballed three three-pointers that game. We ended up losing in overtime. And we lost that series 
and and, and it was and, and you know everybody talked about Kobe crucified Kobe about them air balls and that was against Utah and it just it made the hatred grow grow that much more so I've just despised Utah Kev Utah didn't turn any of them shits into championships I don't give a fuck you gonna get beat you play a team enough you gonna lose to them sometimes they ain't turned none of them shits into championships. It's not like, damn, they burned us on their way to a championship. They got their ass beat shortly thereafter. I don't have no hate towards Utah. It's, there's no there's no legitimate reason to hate Utah because they're not a threat. They they have Ubang. no Ubang. That's like you, that's like me asking you, why don't you like the Washington football team? No, it's not. It's not or the or or the Giants or Philly, even if they're not a not. threat. Not yeah, it's even not. if they're not a threat, yeah. it's like nigga, I don't like you motherfuckers. Y'all beat that Washington can beat Dallas. Washington can suck. They ain't won no damn championships, and I don't know how long they won't they haven't been relevant and they haven't turned them shits into championships. But if they beat Dallas on Turkey Day or whatever, you hate to hear a Redskin fan talk about how they beat Dallas. It's like right. get the I, fuck I get, out of I, here. But I get it. I get it in regards to Phoenix. I get it. No, no, that's Utah. I'm, ba- I'm saying it based on what he what, just said about Utah. What I'm, saying, what I'm saying is if Kevin is a true Laker fan, you cannot tell me you hate the Utah Jazz more than you hate the fucking Clippers. You, I, nigga, I, I, will, I will call a thousand Laker fans right now and you can put on the screen. Who do you hate more? And it's going to be nine hundred ninety nine to one. Kevin, I don't I don't agree. I think agree. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I don't I don't agree. Nah, let's, move let's move on. Nah, let's move on. Let's move on. Because y'all about to, oh. we about to do this too. Nah, nah. Let's move on. <laughs> look, nah. look, where Uba don't agree with some shit. It's a move on. Let's move on. Let's move nah, on. Let's move on, man. <laughs> y'all, y'all bugging. Y'all bugging right now. Y'all bugging. That's your opinion, nigga. That's nah, your opinion. For the longest, man, the Clippers were a joke. Them niggas used to come on Channel 5. Of all channels, them niggas came on Channel 5. Them niggas had Charles Smith in that old-ass commercial where that nigga was bouncing the basketball off the ground and would bank off the backboard and go in. That They had Ken Norman. That Their squad was just horrendous. So I felt more pity for them than I hated them. You Kevin, can't, you can't, Kevin up? did you go watch Clipper games back in the day? Oh, yeah, they were giving tickets okay. away. All right. Yeah, yeah so, so look, so look, that's a valuable part of your NBA experience, right? The Clippers opened the door for a valuable part of your NBA experience, even if you were going to see a different team play and not the Clippers. It's worth I something, man. I know, I know you're trying even to Even if you're it. not a fan. I, I know where you're trying to go with this. I've been to more Laker games than I've been to Clipper games. Did, I wasn't doing that. Hey, <laughs> the, for, the, very first bas- the very first pro basketball game I went to was a Laker game. As my nigga Kevin, playoffs, as, in the 80s. As, my, as my nigga Kendrick Perkins would say, carry on. <laughs> U- Ubong has turned into the Kendrick Perkins of the two peas in the bong show. <laughs> Carry the hell on. Kevin Durant, you well, hold on. You can't be telling me Kevin Durant. <laughs> I ain't gonna give I ain't, I ain't gonna give it too much energy. Let's so oh, oh but I do want to say one other thing about that that Clipper game, right? I wanted I want to take it back though. I want to take it back to game one when the Clippers lost. The Clippers lost by three, they lost by three, right? I want to make sure I'm, game I'm one? saying it right. Yeah, they lost by three. I don't know. Them niggas lost. Yeah, but in a game where they got a defensive stop, went down, 
had shit Tyrone Lu in classic form in a game one when he had a timeout, did not call a timeout and caused them niggas to lose. Uh, so that nigga did he, that same shit happened with Cleveland and Golden State, where he elected not to call a timeout. Same thing. And they and they got a bullshit shot. At some point, you gotta look at Tyrone Lou. They they fell apart and gave that game away. The Clippers. They could have easily been up to one. They're not, whatever. They're down to one. If they don't win the next game, they can forget it. I keep it real. I know y'all heard me say last time. Hey, they're the most talented team, no doubt. They're the most talented team in the West. They still, with that being said, I don't get my hopes up. And I sit and I let the shit play out as it will because they are the L.A. Clippers, period. And that's coming from a fan perspective. Like, if they go beyond that, then they're exceeding expectations as far as I'm concerned. But it's no surprise to me, man. I'm not surprised. I'm ready to move on. But, you know, when you guys have some spare time, I would really appreciate it if you could just go up to you know, y'all could DM right now. 10 Laker fans, and you can ask them. Why don't you do it? Since you so adamant about it, DM 10 Laker fans, and you tell me what it what you came back with. Put it put it out there as a poll. Yeah, why don't you do that? Put it Who put it out there on IG as a poll. You might contact your family, man. They'd be like, oh, yeah, Bong, you're absolutely right, man. I can't stand them damn Clippers. Put it, put, it on, put it on IG as a poll and see if, see if we I'll get it, responses I'll put, I'll put to it. it. I'll put it on there. Put it All on right, there. But East, Eastern, Eastern Conference then, because uh, you mentioned – the Nets were the next team that you don't want to see win, right? Yeah. So your reason for that? Because I just, I you know, it's it's more of a karma thing. Uh, James Harden, you, uh, it, he's reason number one. Now, if if KD and and Kyrie, who were uh, Kyrie was a free agent, right? Yes. Okay. So KD and Kyrie, they cook up a plan to get to Brooklyn. Perfect. Y'all get there. Y'all take y'all make a championship run. I am okay with that. Y'all did it the right way. James Harden, for the last three or four years, you have basically been playing maestro, right? Conductor with the Houston Rock with the Houston roster. Oh, I don't need Clint Capella. He's balling right now. But you said you didn't need him. You wanted to go small. You wanted to go, you know, with a a, a smaller three-point shooting lineup. You basically you know, shook Houston's pockets down, turned them into something that when you when you left, they couldn't even build anything decent over there because you had already, you know, stripped them of all the talent by the moves that you wanted to make. You wanted to play GM. You're not a GM. You're a good basketball player. You left, and I just think it's bad karma. Like, it's just, it's bad karma on, on the way that he left. So it got, things got interesting. You know, they were up. Riding high up 2-0, similar to the Lakers being up 2-1 on um on the Suns. You know, LeBron doing this shit where he backing Crowder down and Big Penguin on the sideline doing the same shit. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that karma. That karma came back because you know it was the next game that AD got hurt. Karma's a motherfucker, man. It's a real thing. So, you know, Brooklyn was up 2-0. Um, after you know, game three was tight. And they were probably thinking, like, it should have been 3-0, right. So they were probably thinking, hey, you know what? Harden, keep we'll, we can win this series without you. You can you can take some time off. Next thing you know, wah, 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 w
Guess who's going to be out there in game five? They're going to rush James Harden back out there. And if that hamstring ain't right, about 10 minutes after, they're going to rush his ass back to the back again. I know Kyrie is gone, but if you lose game five, Brooklyn, all bets are off. Shout out to KD's security guard. And I don't know why they hating on this nigga, man. You know I know this nigga, man. That's the homie. But and I don't know why they hating on like this shit. The next day after the little shit happened with him and Pete, uh, with uh, with Hopkins, PJ Tucker, that shit was like I was watching um, the shit with Nick Nick Wright that comes on like early, early in the morning, like four thirty in the morning. I'll be up either scheming on shoes or looking at the stock market or whatever. And I was like, why are they talking about this nigga Hop on um, first things first? Then Skip and Shannon kind of touched on it. Then ESPN got a hold of it. I said, damn, man, they was really on his bumper for, for defending KD. And, you know, he's he's a big dude. He's not a small dude. He's a big dude. So he came in there with good intentions of really just breaking up the fight. But his momentum kind of pushed him into P.J. Tucker. So um, and it's funny because they interviewed a couple of the um, they interviewed a couple of the Bucks players. And I think, you know, obviously these dudes all like a lot of these Kentucky dudes or a lot of these dudes that are connected. They know him. He, You know, he used to be uh, DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, security like he rolls in that crowd so these dudes see him in all season when he's with his clients or whatever and they know him so they didn't want to like they knew he didn't mean any harm by it but they had to defend the bucks so like i think somebody said it was you know it was dirty and this that and a third and, and a couple of the bucks players actually came to his defense because um because they know him you know and they know that he's not that's not what he's about but uh, I just thought that shit was kind of funny and interesting how my, my boy Hop made the news. But um, but yeah, man, with Kyrie getting hurt and James Harden really not being right with that. Wasn't, wasn't the hamstring what hurt him during the season, too? Yes. So it's a reoccurring or a re-aggravated injury, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're going to bring him back out there. If that shit ain't right, but you forced to bring him back out there, all I can tell you is, KD, do you remember when you were at Golden State? You was not ready to come back. But there's like, KD, man, we need you, man. We need you in the finals. Came out, that motherfucking ACL or whatever the fuck it was in the back of his damn ankle. His that, shit, you, that shit roll up. His Achilles. And I just I just feel like, you know, if they rush Harden back, it's a mistake. Kyrie definitely is out for game five, if you ask me. So I, and, and if Milwaukee cannot take advantage of this team as it's constructed right now, Coach, you're fired at the end of the season. Uh, Giannis, you're a certified bum. You are a certified bum if you can't take advantage of this team right now. Like, I don't understand what it is with Giannis. Bruh, they disrespect you at every turn. And he's like, you keep trying to be like the high, I take the high road, you know. Bruh, this is your chance to get your get back. Yeah. uh, I don't know, man. Um, it's It's a lot to unpack. With uh, with what you just said, first I already knew you were gonna go with the James Harden situation, um, and and that would be part of the reason why you didn't want them to win. Gilbert Arenas says something on all the smoke, right? About, um, and I I don't want to go too far left with this, but he did say like, as a player, when you when you're negotiating your contracts and all of that kind of stuff, it's not your job to make it work for the team like it's not your job to to be the gm right even though whatever you say if james harden was uh had an impact on what they were doing because of his demands and stuff like that but uh at the end of the day 
I think what he was saying was as a player, you shouldn't have to make sacrifices for millionaires, shouldn't have make have to make sacrifices for billionaires, is what he said. If you're a billionaire, you're a GM, you're an owner, whatever, you gave James Harden that contract. Now you need to figure out what you need to do around him to make that shit work. Um, but I get it, you know, it's is is different ways you can attack that. But I I mean I would like to see uh Hold on, before before you say that, I'd say this. I just want to make one comment. You gave him his contract. Great. James Harden, you're a player. Allow your front office to surround you with the pieces that you need to win. When you start trying to be quasi GM, oh, I'm the I'm the player GM, that's where you fucked up. Cause you didn't do it right. You wanted Westbrook. That shit didn't work for a fucking season. Like you had something good with Chris Paul, and for some reason. You couldn't get along with this motherfucker. They jettisoned his ass out the league. I mean, out the uh, off the team, right? You called for Westbrook. You wanted Westbrook. That shit lasted one year, and you was already fed up. That's where you fucked up. It's not you. It's not you getting the money. Yeah, get your money and be a good player. If if you wanna if you wanna take that stance, then go up north and look at uh, Dame Lillard in Portland. He's doing what what you're talking about, DP, and what Gilbert Arenas is talking about. That's what it is. He did that. He took his money. He's leaving it up to the front office to fucking surround him with players, and they're not doing that. So if 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 he comes and asks for a trade, I can respect it from from uh, from Dame Lillard because it's like, yo, bro, I came here, I gave everything I got. I'm not trying to you know dabble in the front office and and tell y'all how to put the pieces around me. I'm leaving it up to y'all to do it, and y'all can't get it done. Let that's because the per, that's because the perception of Dame Lillard is Lillard. That's because the perception of Dame Lillard is different. I disagree that he's not being consulted and he's not putting his input on who he wants on the team. He definitely had some say so behind and the who? scenes. And Dame who? Lillard has had some say so on who is on Portland's team. If you don't believe that, then let's do what you said a while ago and carry on. But what because I'm because every 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 star on the NBA team is consulted. They give their input. They say who they want to play with and who they don't. The thing is, the perception about different players is different. I think Kevin said a while ago when we were talking about James Harden on some episodes before is had James Harden not said anything, stayed in Houston, lived out his contract, and played like you saying he should and played and the shit didn't work and then he went somewhere, would you still be saying the same thing about him? Absolutely no. not. Right. But so guess the what? thing is, the thing to... is that he decided to do what people before him have done before anyway. Motherfuckers get to different situations. Somebody who was on your squad and helped you win a championship last year did the same thing in AD. He forced his way out. So it's like the the shit happens. James Harden is not the only motherfucker who is doing it. It's just hey. you don't like that motherfucker. No, I, I can't say it was just James that messed up the, the the team in Houston. I think that was Dan Tony, and Dan Tony's got a track record because he messed up the team in Phoenix when that nigga traded, um, what was Sean Marion and somebody else for Shaq and and bought Shaq in when they were a running team. So you know. Dan Tony has the track record of blowing teams up. And yeah, Harden was complaining, but Dan Tony was there complaining right along with him. Like, yeah, we do need to get Chris Paul out of here. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, he was the, he was the yes man. Did Tony but they, turn into a WWE wrestler, nigga? Yeah. 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 Hey, James Harden had a bigger voice in Houston than Dan Tony. Dan Tony was a lame duck coach. He wasn't, they didn't even, they couldn't even agree on giving him an extension. So you can't say, oh, we're taking Dan Tony's word for it because Dan Tony was, he already saw the writing on the wall. What I'm going to say, DP, and I, I'm not trying to argue it with you, but what I'm saying is since Dame Lillard has been with the Portland Trailblazers, and I don't disagree with you that star players have input in the roster, Portland has not made any big blockbuster or any like huge shake up the core type trades in, uh, while Dame Lillard was there for you to be like, oh, yeah, Dame Lillard jettisoned this person out of there. Like, because Dame nobody Lillard, wants to go there. Nobody yeah, wants to go to Portland. Small market team. Yeah, nobody yeah. wants to go to Portland. That's why. Okay. Check me out. Guarantee if he if he was oh. in if he was in a different in in L.A. It would be different. But what I'm telling you is, regardless what your reasoning is, you said Dame Lillard has input and da da da. I said sure. Every player has some sort of input, but he did not blow up teams. Like nobody did. is going to Portland. Nope, there's nobody to blow the team up with. What do you what is, oh. if you if wait, wait, hold on. If you if you take players out of Portland, are you really gonna say, oh man, they blew that team up? They were on the verge of no, they weren't. They weren't on the verge of anything. Houston was on the verge. The Portland is not. Portland you is said, not on the verge of anything. You said that the reason. I think what I think about James Harden as opposed to someone like a Dame Lillard, who I compared him to. The perception. Is because of is perception. And I told you, it's not only perception, but Dame Lillard hasn't tried to make any wholesale changes in Portland. Oban, there, you, there, just, you just agreed that every player that's a star gets say-so. Yes or no? Correct. Okay, so there's no difference in... Lillard getting say so versus James Harden, James Harden getting say so. Okay. Except, it, no, there's not because they're yep. both the stars of their team. The perception is different. It's clear that you don't like James Harden. I don't, I don't okay, a, you don't listen. Before, the, before the thing, before the thing the is, I didn't have a problem with James Harden. Okay, well, you don't like him now. So the thing is, the thing is, Lillard in Portland, the the most. <laughs> The blockbuster names, the only person they had was Carmelo Anthony, and he didn't even have anywhere, any other team that was entertaining him. But Lillard said he wanted Carmelo in there. They got him in there. They were just talking about consulting Lillard about who's going to coach the team. They're, they talk to the stars of the teams. The thing is, just like Kevin said, it's a small market team. There are There haven't been any blockbuster deals in Portland that I can remember, period. The, the only big thing that was happening was what? When they had Sam brought Sam Bowie in there instead of Jordan. After that, they just had workmen-like teams. They've never had any big blockbuster stars. They they were on the they were on the verge, and it was tragic. And that was Brandon Roy. They were really on the verge with him, but he his career was short-lived. And then they bought in Batoon. And Batoon just never panned out. And they had you had Lamarcus Aldridge, but he left in free agency. I mean, and then but you you know, the years you had Scottie Pippen and Zach Randolph and Jermaine O'Neal, Rasheed Wallace, they were they were hoopers. 
But yeah, was it blockbuster <clears throat> deals going on then? No, like I said, like I said before, all I am doing is picking apart your argument that compares Dame Lillard to to James Harden. And you saying that the only difference between them is the perception. No, it's not. You guys are t- sitting here giving me 10, 15. No, also, also. You're giving me, no, like hold on. Again. Hold on. You're giving me it's 15 reasons. Of them. You're giving me 15 reasons why nobody wants to go to Portland. It doesn't change the fact that Dame Lillard has not torn apart two Portland teams. Okay. You didn't. You requested. What are you tearing apart, though? They're seed. not. E- they're on the verge of making eighth. Seeds, what are you tearing apart? You had you requested CP3, right? You requested I'm CP3. I'm talking about right? Portland. What are what is I'm, Portland I'm on the verge about, of tearing I'm, apart? I'm about, you just I'm said Dame Lillard hasn't torn apart your words just now where Dame Lillard hasn't torn apart franchise a franchise. What right. the fuck are you tearing apart in Portland? You're not even you're barely making the playoffs. Okay. What would you be tearing say apart? Then say what would you be tearing thing. apart? But say that though. You keep talking about it that is the it's perception because he, you don't look at Damon, you don't look at Lillard as you look at Harden, Kevin. You don't. Your perception of the two Kevin. players is different. Now, it's just, a fact. Just, it, we could go back on different episodes and see that, and niggas listening would say, "Yeah." Hold on, Kevin. If you can understand what I'm trying to say, is it perception or is it Portland had nothing? Because it's it's it's, it's, it's perception. perception. You are disgusted with Harden, right? No. Not, you are. Not, I'm telling you, don't compare Harden Uban. to Damian Lillard and say that it's, it's because of my perception of Harden any, that, I, that I, I believe he's that way. Anytime, also- anytime. Well, hold on. Anytime you have an argument or you're making points, get the fuck out of here if you're not telling me that you bring in different stuff and address different things in the course of you saying something. If I say, if I make one point and then you like, oh, but wait, you said such and such, such. Nigga, yeah, I said that, and I also said you have a different perception of the two players, which is a fact. What I'm you don't telling, like Harden. I'm, I'm saying you, you don't necessarily I, have that feeling I'm, about Lillard. What I'm telling you, what I'm what telling I'm you is that. Well, go ahead, Cap. Both of both players, Harden and Lillard, were unhappy. Harden was unhappy in Houston. It's clear that that Lillard is unhappy in Portland. He just hasn't said it outwardly as much as Harden has. But, you know, he, he's trying to make moves to get people to come there. They don't want to go there. And now he's got to he, – he's openly said which coach he wanted them to get. He wanted Jason Kidd. And, and Jason which, Kidd told him no. Yeah, in which but, they weren't able to get Jason Kidd. What would be the difference if they did get Jason Kidd and did get some players that he liked and they yeah. didn't win and then he skipped town after this year? Would you be feeling the same way about Lillard as you do about Harden? Not if it's a co- if it's a coach thing. If it's a listen, coaches are different than players. I can. Call- I just said players. Did you not hear me say players too? I said if they got the coach and got some players to go along with him and then it didn't work and he decides to skip town, would you be looking at Lillard like you look at James Harden? You hitting me with ifs. That shit don't mean nothing. You always talk about ifs and arguments. I can go back to different arguments we've talked about and you say if, if, if. That's what you do when you talk about stuff. What we do know is that if I wake up tomorrow, I'll thank God for another day. What we do know, what is fact, is that Dame Lillard asked for Jason Kidd as a head coach. So on the record, Dame Lillard 
ask for a head coach. You know the difference between coaches and players? There's no salary cap involved. What did so I just you, say, though? What did I just say? You start talking about ifs and fifths. Let me, let me, let me, what, what did I just say? I just asked you. I okay, Uban. What do you what, what do you what did you what do you say about the Lakers? What should they do? Are you going to throw ifs in there if I ask you what the Lakers should do this upcoming season? Tell me what they should do without any ifs. But thank you. You can't do it anyway. I'm carrying on. You're making an argument. You're making an argument based on ifs. If you want to do this, listen, listen, just do this. This is all I'm saying because let's let's be real. We all know every. You could turn to every sports channel. You're a sports guy. Everybody talks ifs on this show. We talk ifs. My question again. Let's just be real and not try to go all off on the deep end. If we have, we have. We've gone fine. Whatever. If 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 Lillard did Lillard got if Lillard got hold on. This is what I'm asking you though. What did James Harden do? This is what I'm asking you. Okay. This is what I'm asking you. Let's take it with the ifs again. I can't not. Well, I got. Let me, let me say this. I'll you say know this. what? That's that's ridiculous. It is funny. Hey, it's funny. It's funny. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through and find edits of this nigga Ubang saying if, 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 and put that shit together and play it for this nigga and say, nigga, what? Look at this shit. You you always talk about niggas talking about if. If you do that, nigga. <laughs> That shit is crazy though. It's like you I've never seen anybody who's a sports analyst that doesn't you always talking about if such and such happens or if this scenario you that's a part of analyzing stuff. That shit is <laughs> right, crazy. So, so let me say this. Let me, let me let me say let me say this. Dame Lillard openly voiced that he wanted Jason Kidd as his coach. Did the Portland Trailblazers to did they work to try to make that happen? Jason I mean Portland it, what can Portland it, do it, if Jason Kidd says just, I don't want to be on. there? Before Jason, oh, hey, hey, no, no, Kevin, stop. He just asked you, what can Portland do if Jason Kidd says he doesn't want to be there? Stop it. Uh, we, cannot, we cannot have an if. We cannot do an if. Kevin, stop. Stop. We cannot do an if. But no, listen. I'm being childish, nigga. That's what you do when it's it's simple for you to address an if scenario. But when somebody but does no. it to you, you don't want to do it. The only before, thing I'm telling you is that before before Jason Kidd declined, was Portland working to make this happen kevin jason kidd declined before the 24 hours like what can the front office do when the, the candidate tells you within 24 hours like uh dame lillard probably asked for this nigga on a sunday night by monday afternoon this motherfucker has said no thank you what do you want the, the front office to do portland was trying to be ridiculous that. man stop it and, and kevin if you, if you if, if all i'm telling let me let me just clear this clear this up real quick all I'm telling DP is, yes, if conversations happen when you don't have evidence to support it, then we get to talk about ifs. But we know what J James Harden did in Houston. And Dame no, Lillard, it, no Dame I Lillard agree with you. Portland, and we know what, J what Dame Lillard has or has not done in Portland. So why do I need to use ifs if I have evidence that shows what a motherfucker has, is currently doing? This is why, Uban. But, but, now, now let me now can i can i answer that question can i answer so that stop, question so it's because it, man you're being petty with that let me answer that no it's not this this is you're uban uban you're you're being petty no 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 you're being petty because this is what i'm saying the, the same thing that you just said i can't even talk with this nigga kevin doing the shippy woo woo shit 
This is what I'm saying to you, Uban, what you saying that part. I didn't disagree that Harden did this. We know what Harden did. Based on, I said the thing was based on perception. So when you said, well, you said it's based on perception. Now it's this. I said, okay, it is based on perception. That's why I was asking you, put Lillard in a position where he does what James Harden did. And then he jumps ship. Do you look at Lillard? The same way as you look at Harden. That's all I'm asking. That was the simple question I asked, and you didn't answer it. You just told me ifs and ifs. What? Whoa. How is that not a legitimate question? Dame. How Lillard. is that not a legitimate question? Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard is on record multiple times. Dame Lillard is on record multiple times saying he respects the grind too much to try and cheat it try and cut corners, try and go here, go there, do this, do that. Him and Harden are not the same. He's not going to do what Harden did. Ubang, Ubang. I, uh, that's okay, what I'm I, saying. I, that's the win, you win. No, 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 no. I, no, no. You nah, you win, Ubang, bro. I'm not even disagreeing with you. I'm saying you're, you're right. Makes sense. It's not perception. James Harden Ubang. is who he is. Ubang. And Dave Lillard is who he is. Ubang. It's not Ubang. a perception thing. It, if if he if they do a, if he's in a situation where they bring some players into Portland that he wants to play with or the coach that he wants to play with, this shit can happen. There were players who were doing. You just said. You just said. I didn't have a problem with James Harden until the shit happened. That's what I'm asking you. If the shit happens with Lillard, will you look at him the same as you look at James Harden? You just said your 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 with your own words. I didn't have a problem with James Harden until the shit happened. That's all I'm saying. But my James. point is, people won't look at Lillard the same way, even if he did exactly what James Harden just did. If he gets the situation and then he bounces, people aren't gonna crucify him like they look at. James Harden. He's gonna James get the Harden. he's gonna get the Garnett treatment, like when Garnett left Minnesota. Like shit, he gave Minnesota all he had. So yeah, it's, it's the about same thing. But he did the same thing. Yeah, James Harden failed his team. He was in positions where he could put Houston over the top, and he had in closeout games, in elimination games, he shit the bed. So then it's like you know what? I don't want to do this shit. It's a little bit hard. Let me go somewhere else where it's like. They already got two stars, and all they need is me to put them over the top to guarantee a championship. He's on James Harden is in the same elk, is in the same category as Anthony Davis. I did not like the Anthony Davis trade. It benefited my team, so I'll take it. It's a perfect example, like that bubble situation that we talked about where I said, listen, just because I don't agree with the fundamentals behind it, if it benefits my team, nigga, sign me up. That don't mean I'm going to change the, the, the fact that I don't like it. I put James Harden in the same boat as Anthony Davis. He just wants to get that championship so he can check it off the box, so he can check it off his list of, of things that he needs to accomplish, and he can carry on with getting his money and doing whatever. He just wants to get the championship thing out the way. So now all I can focus on is just getting my money and doing the shit that I really love to do. That's why he wanted to go to a, to a, to a, a ready-made, turnkey situation where it's like hey man all i gotta do is just take my shoes off walk in the door and i'm good to go so why doesn't you, a, why doesn't ad why doesn't ad get crucified by you like james harden does he did the did same thing and he went to play why with the best player in the nba i did not to get a championship you don't crucify him like you do james harden i don't talk about james harden like that but when he comes up i will say that and i like i said all the shit you were doing in houston 
AD never, AD was not out there. Hey, oh, uh, New Orleans, I need this person. I need you to bring in this person. I need you to bring in this person. He relied on his front office to do whatever the fuck they wish, which they couldn't do. And again, even with that, AD, you got a contract, bro. Play it out. I don't like the way you were unprofessional. And, you know, you, you, you got a T-shirt on that says that's all, folks, like you out of there. And, you know, you got Rich Paul talking on your behalf. You did some that was some lame ass shit. I, why did why did why did New Orleans bring in Boogie Cousins when he was there? That was AD, man. AD was behind that. Boogie Cousins coming to, to New Orleans. Um, I can tell you a lot of things about the Boogie Cousins thing, and uh AD probably had nothing to do with that. So let's not go down that road, but don't give AD AD wasn't Boogie Cousins got traded in the middle of the night. You know, he got traded during All-Star Weekend. Like, AD did not have his fingerprints on that trade. That shit was a fallout with Sacramento. Sacramento wanted to get his ass the fuck up out of there so that they wouldn't have to pay him a Supermax and fuck him on the way out the door because since he had switched teams, even if he got paid by New Orleans, he wouldn't be able to get as much as he got when he was with Sacramento. So trust me, don't give AD credit for shit. AD don't give a fuck. Don't give that much of a fuck. AD is about getting some motherfucking bread Looking fresh, he just so happened to run into uh to to LeBron James, and LeBron James and his camp started to kind of like you know, hey, AD, let us go ahead and um you know put your little your persona together. Let's go ahead and work out your persona and and, and, and change a few things for you. You know, we can make you look like a superstar. And so again, shout out to James Harden. If you if it didn't work out, if you let Houston put the pieces around you and it didn't work out and you did the exact same thing. You complained and you did the, the everything you did this year, everything you did this year where you like didn't show up, you showed up out of shape. You didn't want to be in the camp with, with the, uh, with the rest of your teammates. I would not have a single problem with that. James Harden. If you didn't blow the team up two times and then when it didn't work out, like these are your guys, there's no way anybody in that front office said, you know what? You know what will work with James Harden? Russell Westbrook. We're analytics. We're This is an analytics type th team, right? So we bring in a dude with bad knees that can't shoot the three, but we want to be a three-point shooting team in, West, in Russell Westbrook. That was a James Harden thing. James Harden wanted him. Well, the so thing with... When you blow thing. that... Hold on, hold on, Kev. Let me, let me just get this off so, I can, so it can be on the record. So when you fuck that shit up by your own doing... And then you come back and say, you know what? It didn't work out. Fuck that. I'm out. And then you pull the stunt you did. Nah, I don't, I don't buy that. If, 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 if Dame Lillard does the same shit James Harden did uh, this season to get out of Portland next season, I won't be mad at him because he's been the good soldier. He's done everything that he was supposed to do. And the shit didn't work out. That's what I just, that's what I've been trying to say the whole show. You just it, said it. If he does the same exact thing, you still won't be mad at him. But you skipped skip the, the vital skip shit part. because you said you said you part. didn't have a problem with James Harden before the, he did the shit. But what I'm telling but if, you is that, but if Lillard does it, you still won't be mad at him. It's the, what it's the fuck the, are you saying? You saying two different things. When I be when I talk, man, it's like y'all two just don't even want to hear what the fuck I'm trying to say. I just I listened said, to you for about five minutes. I just told you that if James Harden was the good soldier front office wasn't worth shit and they couldn't make shit happen and he pulled the stunt that he pulled i would not have a problem with it earlier in the program you said i did not have a problem with james harden until the shit happened you just said 
if Lillard does the same thing as James Harden, I won't be mad at him. DP, when I said the shit about James Harden, why are you omitting the point? You're right, Ubang. He blew up the team twice. You're right. And then forced his way out. You're right. Okay. Now we can carry on. Great. Thanks, Kendrick. <laughs> Chippy woo woo woo. Thanks, thanks Kendrick Perkins. Chippy woo woo woo. <laughs> So again, hey man, no, nah, we after, can't read on, man. No, nah. uh -uh. no. After that, I'm, we still have the point. The actual point of the of uh, Brooklyn being in trouble if Harden can't come back, if Kyrie can't come back. Now it's on Giannis and Milwaukee to take advantage of an undermanned Brooklyn team. And if they do take advantage of this undermanned Brooklyn team, it will show you the reason that I don't think you can put KD in the same category as a LeBron James. LeBron Man. James has been forced to carry teams like this for a majority of his career in Cleveland. This dude is coming off an injury, though. That's an unfair comparison to say that he he can't carry a team like LeBron. He's coming off injury, one, and then two, he doesn't dominate the ball. LeBron dominates the ball to where he doesn't need a point guard because he is more like a point guard. Durant's a scorer and he can facilitate but you don't want him really facilitating man so he needs a legit he needs a quality guard to get him the ball in places where he can attack the defense man so yeah i, I don't think that i think that comparison is wrong so which so which one is it is it the injury that you using as the excuse or it's not a skill set because you just yeah. threw a bunch of excuses it's out there the it's neither fun. neither no I, i'm i'm not you they're not excuses those are those are realities that that he's faced with those are obstacles that he that he had to overcome that he has to overcome like come on man dp has he's had a ruptured achilles how long did it take you with your ruptured achilles man to where you were mentally mentally back i've already said any any catastrophic injury is going to take you that first year to get settled kind of learn your new body the second year you're gonna start you know picking things up and learning what you're doing being more aggressive with stuff so somewhere between that second and third year is where you you know you've adjusted and now you are who you are happened with uh paul george you know what i'm saying and it happened with um what's our boy from boston uh that was with that was in utah for a minute Oh, I know you talking about the 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 the, the uh hey uh um Hayward yeah Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Hayward Gordon Hayward so Durant is Durant this is year is, two this is year two and he's adjusting but even earlier on in the season Kevin I talked to you about how he just looked like he was still figuring shit out filling yeah. himself out so I mean he's coming into form now and and next year he'll probably be super solid but going to make your point i don't want to jump in and keep talking about it i know you're making a point no 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 i'm just i'm just saying that because uban saying that the what excuse is it going to be these these aren't excuses man this is stuff that they're dealing that he's dealing with this is adversity that he's that he's got to overcome yeah man so he uh you know he's coming off an injury plus he really needs a a, a good guard to to help get him shots. Plus, he was sitting in traffic on Thursday. So you know how that helps. It makes his Achilles swell up a little bit. Uh, but, nigga, Come on. Man. Who's being petty wrong, man? What I'm telling you is 
bro, if Kyrie and James Harden are your two point guards, you lost both of them. Do you have the ability to handle the ball? Or are you saying that he's not a ball handler? I'm saying that you don't want him to do that because that's more stress, more strain, more energy bringing the ball up. You want to give it to him to where he can just attack. Kevin, who's okay? So who's going to run point? Who's going to run point for Brooklyn? You want Jeff Green out there running point for you? Oh, you got and, Mike James and, and getting and getting uh, KD the ball in the in, in his sweet spots. You still have Nick, Mike James. I'm, not, I'm saying yes, it's not the ideal situation, but if you're forced into a situation where nigga, you got to push the point because James Harden and Kyrie Irving aren't playing. You can't do that. You can't do that to get you out of this series. It's too much stress. It's too much strain on him. The the, the who motherfuckers who the, the motherfucker who a lot of people will argue is the best player in the world, but Amen. the nigga needs to get the ball in his sweet spot. It's the reason you can't compare him to LeBron James. It's really simple. Let me, let me say that in 1991, Jordan was considered the best player in the NBA, right? Well, who was the second best player in the NBA? Would you say Magic Johnson was still up there in 1991? He absolutely was. So I'm, I'm going to answer it for you. Magic was still at the top in 1991. In the Bulls series where the Bulls played the Lakers, James Worthy, the second best player on the Lakers, didn't play because of a hamstring. The fact that he didn't play, instead of Scottie Pippen and, and, and them having the game plan for Scottie Pippen to guard James Worthy and slow down James Worthy, now Scottie Pippen was able to guard Magic Johnson and neutralized Magic Johnson, and the Bulls crushed the Lakers four games to one. So that's kind of the comparison with, with are, are we going to crucify Magic and say, hey, man, that's why Magic isn't one of the best ever to do it because when James Worthy went down, that nigga wasn't shit against the Chicago Bulls in 1991, and the Lakers got their ass kicked. No, you're not. You're still going to say, man, yeah. Magic is still one of the best to ever do it. And you're still going to compare him to the greats. Same way you should compare Durant to the greats. One series, one playoff run doesn't dictate the comparison of a player or, or how good a player is. You can't base it on one series or one playoff run, whether it was successful or wasn't successful. Come on, man. Mm, what's what's okay. his other well, well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that I actually think that LeBron has shown that he can uh, carry a team. He's been in a situation where he has to carry the team um, more so than Durant has. So LeBron has shown it more than Durant. So if you're going to be comparing who has done it, LeBron has shown it more. Uh, Durant has had a supporting cast, probably better supporting cast than LeBron has had over his career. So, you haven't really been able to see him in a situation where he has to do it. Now, he may be in that situation if Kyrie and Harden don't play. You know what I'm saying? Uh, before, he had uh, Russell Westbrook. He had Harden, you know, even before he was with the with the Nets, back, in, back when he was with uh, the Thunder. Then when he goes to... Golden State, he has a better supporting cast, you know, Steph, Clay, Draymond. So he's not in a situation where LeBron, who may have what Kyrie, if Kyrie goes down, then who does he have on the Cleveland team? It's a closer, it, it would, a closer comparison would be prime mellow 
and Durant because they may Prime Melo hasn't had anybody though. At one point he had Amari. At one point he had Iverson. Kevin Prime was Iverson Prime? No. I'm saying Prime Melo has not had a, has not had a supporting cast like Durant. No, and this he is has not I, had. Are you comparing him to LeBron? No, listen, this is what I'm saying. I'm talking about in terms of if you don't, I'm saying in terms of Prime Melo scoring, Durant scoring, and they're not facilitating. They go, they have a guard, they rely on a guard to get them the ball. They are not, as far as bringing the, they're not bringing the ball up and running the offense and getting everybody going and getting them going. They don't play like that. LeBron plays more so like that. So LeBron is more guard oriented than they are. But That's I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, uh, you know what? If you're, if you're saying that, then you've actually made Ubang's point because I can tell you, look at Carmelo Anthony in New York where he had a situation like a LeBron and didn't really have a lot of people, a lot of players. Did he carry New York even to the play? Did they make it to the playoffs when he was there? Yeah, they did. They lost to the Heat. They were a seven seed. They lost to the Heat. Okay, how many? How many other times did they make a championship run? No. Okay, that's that's e- that's even worse of a comparison if you bringing that in trying to go against what he just said about Le- LeBron. No, I'm I'm simply saying the comparison is an apples and oranges comparison. It's apples and oranges. So you would compare KD to Carmelo in terms over- of. Because with that Golden State team, you know, with that Golden State team, KD used to bring the ball up. I'm saying in terms of what their role was to the team, yes, it was closer to a Carmelo score. It's not closer to a LeBron facilitate. That's why I'm saying the comparison, it's it's Apple. That's playing playing style, though. I think he said he hasn't shown that he can carry a team. He didn't say – he didn't compare the playing styles. His thing was he hasn't shown that he can carry a team like LeBron. Can he carry a team with his playing style? Can he do that? Can he be as effective with his playing style as LeBron is with his playing style and carry not, carry a team? No, he will not be effective. And I'm saying he will not be as effective because LeBron does too many things across the board. Durant doesn't right. do all those things across the board. So I think that was his point. That's what I was telling you. Don't compare him to LeBron. Like there should he cannot be in the same class as LeBron because when KD wants to, he does bring the ball up the court. He can facilitate the offense. When you're kicking it to Steph Curry, who is gonna, you know, run around, get to us, get to an open spot. When you're kicking it to Klay Thompson, who's gonna, you know, get to an open spot, and he's not neither one. When KD was the point guard in Golden State, Steph don't Steph plays without the ball. Klay doesn't. Clay doesn't handle the ball primarily. When KD got into an argument with a motherfucker, who was it? Over handling the ball, trying to bring the ball up the court. Draymond. Draymond. Nigga, I'm going to let you run the point sometimes because you really think that's your thing. But when it's game winning time, give me the fucking ball. Let me bring the ball up the court and make a decision. So he runs the point when he wants to. Just because you don't choose to run it exclusively, he, he, was on a, he was on a team with Russell Westbrook where Russell Westbrook chose to be the ball-dominant guard. And what did KD say? Quietly. Hey, man, <laughs> I am I think I'm good here. I'm about to go to another situation because I don't like the, the style of basketball this nigga's playing. I want the ball in my hand more. 
<laughs> Nigga Westbrook. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. What he hand Westbrook when he left a collage, a cutout collage. <laughs> like you make it a sixth grade. <laughs> oh, he signed in his yearbook. <laughs> Kit. Kate. Most like most likely to break up, nigga. <laughs> nigga signed a yearbook picture. <laughs> He hit him with the KIT. Keep it touch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, but real quick, man. Um, through all of this, you gotta you gotta keep your eye on uh the 76ers. Doc Rivers might sneak another one in there. Cause I think Philly, Philly might be uh strong enough to if they get to the finals, they might be strong enough to knock off whoever's left in the West, whoever comes out of the West. If you just look at all the matchups, because um, they got, you know, in the paint presence, they got some guards who can shoot. They got some defenders. Um, so, yeah, they, they might be a sneaky, dangerous squad. But uh, if I if I ask y'all real quick before we get out of here for like um, predictions on who you think will actually uh, win, who you, who you got the NBA finals. Yeah, who's left? Who's left in the pool? What's your prediction of who you who you think will take it? I'm going with the Clippers. I'm going with the Clippers. They could they can get hot. They they can get cold and stink. We've seen that, but they are capable of getting hot from multiple spots, and they can play defense, man, from multiple spots on the perimeter. They're they're if they can pull it together, they're they're going to be very very hard to beat. Very hard to be, and I think that they're motivated because you don't want to lose Kawhi. You don't want this nigga to walk <laughs> for nothing, and it's a chance it could happen. Um, man, Philly is um <clears throat> the the one unspoken that is man. They have depth. They have a big man that can do his thing. They got a point guard who doesn't you know is a pass first point guard. Then they have a second guy in uh Tobias Tobias Harris. That's a good, like, uh, Chris Middleton type player. Then they have Seth Curry, who's like their sharpshooter. So they have, um, man, they have a well put together team. And, and then, you know, I like the coaching. And um, I like the coaching in Philly, too. But um, they have the, the, the best, the best put together squad if Embiid can stay healthy. Um, huge if. But, you know, he's, he got hurt in the last series. And damn, man, he's been balling. He's been, Averaging what like 36, 37 a game uh in the three games, in the three games that they've played. They should be up 3-0 if it, you know, if he got any help in game one. But man, I, it's it's a toss-up, man. From the West, I don't really know. You know, my I don't care. I really don't care who comes out of the West. I'm more concerned about who comes out of the East. I'm glad that Milwaukee has made it a series, even though it took an injury to Harden and an injury to Kyrie to really make it a series. But um, I'll say this much. If Brooklyn can get past Milwaukee and then, you know, if they have to play uh, Philadelphia, you know, this is all, you know, based on if Philly wins their series and they beat both of them to get to the finals, I I don't see a team out West that's going to stop them. Clippers included. Umong, you said if about three times in that. I just want you to know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not, 
I'm not first off, I'm not I'm not making an argument. I'm just, you know, I'm saying that I'm not saying that Milwaukee is, I mean that uh that Brooklyn is going to beat Milwaukee or that Brooklyn is going to beat Philadelphia, but you're we're making finals predictions, right? So that there's a there's an if we're not I'm not arguing something that already it's happened. Okay. It's okay. So it's okay. <laughs> no, so if we're talking, if we're talking it's about okay, man. If we're talking about something that's gonna happen, no, yo, yo, look, 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 it's all right, man. We're not gonna go right. It's the truth. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like we, you, you told us to make a finals prediction. The, uh, no. not, the finals isn't here yet. So yes, it's all ifs. But if we're talking about an argument about something that James Harden has already done and something that Dude, James Lillard I'm not talking done, about James Harden at all. It's not a comparison. So don't tell me, oh, nigga, you said if. Like I can't use the word now because I told y'all that James Harden ain't worth shit. <laughs> this nigga right here. This nigga Uban is chippy tonight, man. <laughs> y'all, hey, and you know what? I started off in a good mood, but y'all too, man. <laughs> is your is your prediction Philly or or uh Brooklyn out of the East? I can't say. Okay. And you don't you don't have anybody out of the West. I don't give a fuck. Okay. So I mean, I don't again, Chris Paul, North Carolina connection. I'd love to see him get to a finals. You know, that right there is a victory enough. He was in the stands hugging niggas and hugging his whole family like these niggas was, had just won a championship tonight. So Chris Paul, he might be an overachiever at this point. You know, like he's he's already made it to the mountaintop in his eyes. So which I, may which may be bad for them if he's, feel, you know, feeling that way. Exactly. Like they want to push on nigga. Exactly. I I'm going to go with um, hey man. I told you how I feel about the Clippers, but. Fuck it. I'm going to roll with the Clippers because I think the talent is there. I hope they pull out this next game. And if they do, then, you know, it's a it's a uh, different series. It could easily be 2-1 them. It's not. But if they win this next game, then it's looking good for them. Um, I think the, uh, the Nets will end up finding a way to make it happen. So I'm going to still go with the Nets and the Clippers. Fuck it. The Nets and the Clippers. What's up, folks? We appreciate y'all tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at 2Ps and a Bong. That is the number 2 W O P E E Z A N D A B O N G. 2Ps and a Bong. You can catch our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and more. And we're now on the One United Radio Network. You can find that at oneunitedradio.com again we appreciate y'all rocking with us we'll catch you on the next one